Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Four-time Pro Bowler. With the 15th selection in the 2005 NFL Draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Derek Johnson, linebacker from Texas. Johnson's got it! He's sacked at the 41. Two-time All-Pro. Breeze out of the shotgun. In trouble! And it's going to be sacked back at the 22! Derek Johnson on a linebacker blitz. And the Chiefs' leading tackler. Green pass. Boom! Derek Johnson. It's time to check in with our forever linebacker, Derek Johnson. Right hard, he's lit up. Derek Johnson. That time had all Lynch wanted. Derek Johnson joins us each and every week. Brought to you by Community America Credit Union. Investing in our community. They want to invest in you. Learn more at communityamerica.com and the Sheet Metal Workers Local Union Number 2. Normally, DJ joins us 7.30 on Mondays, but of course, we were playing a little football yesterday, so he's kind enough to join us today on a uh, Tuesday. DJ, happy holidays. Good morning. Hey, how y'all doing? <sighs> Would that sum it up? I guess that was a loaded, loaded Ooh, that, Yeah, that would sum it up, wasn't it? That's probably how you're feeling uh, a little bit today, too, huh? Oh, man. Uh, the, 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 my young little kiddos woke up early this morning. and For some reason, I was a little more sleepier than usual just because of yesterday wasn't, wasn't, wasn't too, uh, other than Christmas and the open up presents was really well. But uh, after watching the game it, uh, and, and eating, it wasn't, it wasn't too well after that. <laughs> um. Let's stay away from the defense for a moment because I, I just want to leave them alone. I feel like I'm talking in the middle of a no hitter. I just like just do your. You guys are awesome. The defense is, is cooking right now, but uh, where where your concerns lie with the offense and, and yesterday for me it was Patrick Mahomes was running around a lot yesterday. It looked almost reminiscent of the of the Tampa Super Bowl where I felt like man he was just trying to do anything and everything and and maybe the pressure was coming and he was bailing and uh, where do you see offensively with two weeks to go now. Uh, we got to get playoff ready. Where are your concerns lie with the offense? Yeah, honestly, um, um, this year is the first year because um, we've had games in the past where you say, "Oh, offense didn't look that too good." Too good, and eventually they 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 come on. You know, uh, it's never consistent uh, being out of flow. But uh, right now, we are out of flow um, offensively. And it's it's not just you know you know one group or one person or one thing. It's it's just a little bit of everything, right? Um, um, I think Pat is getting getting touched too much. I really do. I mean, uh, you can you can blame it on the offensive line. You can blame it on maybe Pat's holding the ball, trying to 
you know, um, wait for guys to get open. Maybe receivers aren't uh, getting uh, um, separations um, as much as they should. Maybe we're not running the ball as well. I mean, it's it's a it could be a a, a plethora of things. But right now, uh, now obviously, the offense uh, is capable, right? Got a lot of potential, but. Uh, right now, we're not getting the job done, and um, I'm, I'm sure uh, Andy and Pat are the first people in line to say, "Hey, uh, um, this is some things we need to change," and 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 it starts with them. And uh, I, I mean, I still have hope, but it, at the end of the season, during December, we usually peak well. This year, that's that, that hadn't been the case, and uh, um, we need to get it together quick because playoffs are right around the corner. DJ, this defense is what it is. It's playing well. I don't, maybe there's still a chip on their shoulder. I think they're starting to get some national love. They did move up to number two in the NFL in total defense, number two in scoring defense. At what point, DJ, does the locker room, how hard is it for players not to point the fingers on the other side of the ball? And I get it. This defense has been carried by this offense the last couple of years. They've got a couple of rings because of it. But when something is so good and playing so well like the defense how hard is that not to start placing blame? And what's a show about a team when you're not placing blame? Yeah, um, I, I can't see this Chiefs team placing, placing um, blame um, and maybe some looks here and there. But at the end of the day, uh, um, 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 like you said, our offense has been carrying us uh, for a while. And um, it's the ultimate team get, team game. I always say that, and um, um, we need everybody to to do their part. And uh, if somebody's not doing their part, uh, uh, offensive group or, or a certain group, um, the the other the other side of the ball needs to do more, which is hard to do at times. So I know that, uh, but uh, I, this this is a high character team. So I, I can't uh, even when I saw um, um, Kelsey on the on the sideline doing some. Um, uh, um, you know, kind of mad on the sideline. I mean, Andy kind of cleared him up really, <laughs> really quick. So, uh, it, this is a type of team that um, um, they, they are human. Don't get me wrong; they, they, they have emotions and things happen, but um, they're not going to point the fingers. Uh, they'll figure out how to. I don't know how well it would do, but um, they're going to figure out. They will do better. They will do better. But uh, um, um, we we I'm 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 a little concerned about the offense right now for sure. Yeah, and and defensively, I I think it's not necessarily a bad thing that they're kind of wearing the last drive. Like, could have got the offense back the ball one more time. I feel like it's a little unfair because they give up two field goals, and if you want to throw a two point conversion in there, but I think that that last big run that they broke off to essentially kind of kind of sealed the game rubs this defense wrong. I don't think that's a bad thing. They continue to, I need them to continue to play hungry DJ. Yeah, absolutely. That was, I mean, it, it was a little unfair. I mean, I, and, and I'm looking at the game. I'm like, man, defense, we just need one more stop. And I'm like, we, you know, other than, you know, we stopped them six, seven, eight times already, <laughs> right, but right. Still, uh, just, just one more. And yes, you do wear down at the end of the game and um, Raiders, Raiders wouldn't, were not going to put the ball in the air at all. They were just going to run the ball uh, just because uh, that was the best chance. And, and we kind of we, – we beat ourselves, obviously, you know, giving them two touchdowns in that short amount of time that we did. That, that, that's, the, that's the way they won. And, 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 you know, I'm sure they're happy uh, in Raider Nation or whatnot. But um, they know, you know, we beat ourselves at the end of the day. We got some things to fix. 
Uh, we're a better team than the Raiders, but um, we didn't come out with a chip on our shoulder for some reason. Uh, we didn't start fast. Uh, we didn't finish faster. It's just a, it, it was a little bit of everything, and, and mostly on the offense, you know. And um, um, uh, if anybody can fix it, they can. I just, I just want to put that out there. But I, I, being a Chiefs fan right now, um, the 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 one thing you can't do, and, and I got to make sure I don't do this either, because I'm a fan now, is make sure we don't we don't just um, uh, diagnose things and say, oh, this is a problem. They need to do this. This, you know, if it was that easy, uh, it, it will be done. So they have a couple things to 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 work out for the chemistry to work right. And um, um, I, you know, you know, we we bleed bread and uh, um, um, things are coming down to the wire. And we just need we need some sense of urgency to get it fixed now, like today. Well, the Raiders came in as one of the worst running teams in the NFL, but Zamir White did run for 145 yards. When you look at the Chiefs. In running the football, how much would just kind of a steady running game really help Patrick Mahomes, you know, kind of settle down in the pocket? Wide receivers might start to see some things open up, but just a ground game for the Chiefs they could uh, rely on each and every week. Yeah, ground game is big. Ground game is big. I mean, it's um, a, you have to be able to run the ball. When you play against any team, I don't care if they're not a good running team, you go into the game defensively saying, hey, we need to stop the run just to make them one-dimensional, make them um, make things easier on the defense if they just don't have any kind of running game. We didn't have much running game. They set the edge. They plugged holes, and they, they were they – were, they kind of quiet the crowd down um, uh, on yesterday, and it, it kind of affected um, the way our offense moved. It was just nothing but passing, and and Pat wasn't running around. He did some, he had some great runs, but uh, he just got. I mean, he was running around just kind of like that that Super Bowl against Tampa Bay he was running around getting hit some, and I I, I didn't like that. <laughs> Me neither. All right, yeah, you said that the stuff's got to change now. Two weeks left in the in the regular season. Short week this week. Um, how as a player, how do you go about like, yeah, stuff's got to change, and we got to change it quick because the times times running thin. Yeah, um, you gotta you gotta get everybody together. I mean, it's a um, um, it's a, this is a team game where. Um, it's not just a offense. I mean, defensively, we're over here. We're feeling good, and we're doing pretty good. We're ranked in the league. No, it's it's about being able to play complimentary football and being able to, um, if you have to do more on defense, it is what it is. But offensively, we we have the guys. I mean, uh, if if anybody doesn't believe in uh, Kelsey anymore or, or believe in Pat anymore, uh, that's that you know for this year, that's that's. That's way far fetched. Uh, those guys are the best in the league, and they can turn it on at any time. So uh, um, we need guys around this offensive line, uh, the other receiving core, to 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 catch to to do their part even better. And I think it's it's going to happen. They have to because Pat's going to Pat's going to make sure uh, the accountability is around that offense. And um, um, I, I I can't. I wish they could play tomorrow just because they they need they need to get back. To to um, you know being really good on offense like right now and um, the I just I just hate to try to find that that um, that spark in the playoffs that's not the time to find it you got you got to peak at the right time during December you got to win in November and December and things will work out well for you uh, in the postseason just like they have the last few years so yeah you know we got we got to win these last couple games. 
DJ, thanks for a few minutes today. We'll talk to you again next week. All right, take it easy. That's Derek Johnson, Chiefs all-time linebacker, joining us here on 610 Sports Radio, brought to you by Community America Credit Union, investing in our community. They want to invest in you. Learn more at communityamerica.com and the Sheet Metal Workers Local Union number two. I love this. Like, well, I'm concerned about the offense. I'm like, yeah, because I'm a fan now. <laughs> yeah, it's how it's, it's how it's going. We all wear these now, don't we? Uh, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider in the locker room yesterday will join us coming up at 825. And KU Bulls tonight, what it ultimately means. Next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And on first down, a short roll, right sideline, throws intercepted. Picked off on the far side. This is going to be a pick six for the Raiders by Jack Jones. The Raiders are going to get two defensive scores in the matter of just seconds. I'm going to throw his mouthpiece again. That was the call yesterday on 106.5. The Wolf, Jack Jones, the pick six. Part of two TDs, bing, bing, and that was it. Their defensive touchdowns only. Some of these, some of these things are just baffling to me, Bank. The uh, quarterback doesn't complete a pass after the first quarter. <laughs> they don't score an offensive touchdown. Chiefs defense gives up two field goals. Devontae they, Adams, one lose. catch, four yards. It's amazing. Amazing, amazing. We'll talk to a Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio Chiefs insider. He was in the locker room after the game uh, yesterday, and we'll uh, chat with him coming up in about five minutes. Uh, tis the bowl season. I know you're huge, right. huge on the on the bowl games these days. I do find it interesting, Bank, that even you are souring on bowl games. Oh, well, it's I, seven this week. Which I, which I, uh, I'm, I'm very surprised that, but you finally come around of like my side, like enough of these ridiculous bowls. But uh, KU plays in its bowl game tonight. But I think, you know, for certain teams, it, it matters much more than others. I think for some, it's like, okay, you're playing in a bowl game. Great. You keep your, your streak alive. It looks nice in the, in, the, in, the, in the notes. It looks nice to the recruit. But for KU, I'm like, this still, like, to me, caps off the really nice season. More progress you're making. You got a new stadium coming. Got a good recruiting class coming in. 
Uh, this is a chance to kind of further momentum in a game tonight at the end of the season. Well, it just depends. It depends on how you value and look at bowl games. You know, for instance, Minnesota got thrown in one because of their, you know, their test average, their scores are five and seven. So is that really a team that's worthy? And they, but Kansas, you look at them, sorry, they're building the program going forward. They're putting the renovations. They're tearing apart the football stadium as Fast, we speak right way, now. Yeah. And they're building forward. And for Kansas being eight and four, listen, you're playing a UNLV team with Barry Odom, which makes this interesting that it's Barry Odom uh, versus Kansas at eight o'clock. But listen, it's an eight o'clock kickoff. Um, it's at Chase Field. It's at a baseball stadium. You know, at the end of the game, I'm sure a lot of Kansas, huge alumni base in that Phoenix for the University of Kansas. But it's kind of a culmination and where their program's building. And the what the problem is, so many guys hitting the transfer portal, which should never be open during bowl season. They should wait because I get it. Guys have to do have to figure out where to go, but they have to hurry because this thing, the window shuts here in a, in a couple of days. But for Kansas in playing UNLV, listen, it's not a monumental game. It's big for the university. It's actually big for both of them. That's one good thing about this bowl game. Mm -hmm. It's big for UNLV because they've been such a bad program. And Barry Odom really you know, kind of, in my opinion, up for coach of the year, didn't win it. Because uh, Kaitlyn DeBoer won it, and then Kansas. It's kind of a fun game. There's been a lot of non-fun games in the bowl season because I think a lot of teams are just going to be going because they have to find somebody, find an eighty, one of the eighty-two teams to fill bowl games, and so it's watered down. But beauty's in the eye of the beholder in bowl games, and I think there is some interest watching Kansas go against UNLV. I think it's kind of fun. This is when they, the week kind of kicks off. I know we've already had bowl games, but to have Kansas, Missouri and K-State all going this week makes it a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I just think there is some value to a, where you're at in a program to win a game like this, too. Like, I think it, I think it's important for them to have a W next to this one. And they're not I mean? finishing like they did last year. The way they finished down the stretch, people weren't buying into it 100%. There was still doubt and skeptical on Kansas. They get off that hot start. Uh, they falter down the stretch. And this team just looks different. I mean, if you watch KU football all year, I mean, they were just winning. They were, they were destroying teams. Uh, much differently than they, than you've seen in the past. They've done this all with the back of a quarterback in Jason Bean. But you're playing a hungry team in the Rebels as well at UNLV with Barry Odom. They, this team has played um, nice this year. Kansas is 13-point favorites in this game. You don't see that very often where the Jayhawks would be that big of favorites. Uh, UNLV, better, best team in their building this year, too. <laughs> you can make an I'm argument. I'm going to have to take a shot. See, it, unnecessary shot at the Raiders there. I don't see know what if I you saw there? it when you see were out there. there. But they bring in turf for them. Yes, yes. And, and they, they roll it out, roll, and they put the, the grass, the grass in the That's kind of Very, interesting how they do that. Yeah. they got a, Underneath uh, their stadium, they have a whole bunch of fields, basically, rolled up. Yeah. You know, there's, like, one for the Pac-12. At the time when they were hosting the Pac-12, there's all kinds of Pac-12 stuff and UNLV stuff and then Raider stuff. It's kind of funny because you see you kind of see the uh, the underneath of that stadium when you go when you go through. And, yeah, they – they have turf for turf for college and, and grass for the uh, for the uh, for the Raiders uh, for uh, for K-State. Obviously, you got the pop tarts and that's awesome. Like win the game, eat the mascot 100 percent. I think board. it's more redeeming factor for Avery Johnson being the quarterback is Will Howard's now off the USC. It makes it interesting. Hey, you, you went the football side. I went the pop tart side on this one. Just <laughs> eat. Yeah, eat the pop tart. And then uh, for Missouri, uh, while Ohio State says they're bringing everybody kind of it doesn't feel like like for a team like Ohio State I feel like this is a letdown 
for them. Those are always kind of interesting bowl games to me. I think Missouri can still go, see, man, we were top 10 and, and have us win our bowl game. And I think there's some momentum to be had from, from Missouri's standpoint. I always wonder about an Ohio State that this is clearly a, we're going to a bowl game that's not. Well, I think so. A lot of the guys, I mean, they have a lot of first and second round picks on, the, on Ohio State, like Cade Stover and Jack Sawyer. And of course, Marvin Harrison Jr., Manuel Buka. I mean, they've got these two wide receivers that could be first round. Definitely Harrison is. We'll see where Emmanuel uh, goes first or second round. But they said that Ryan Day says they're all going. That didn't mean they're going to play. They're all going to go. And I don't know if Ohio State's going to treat the game like Alabama did last year against Kansas State. Well, Bryce Young did play that whole game. Mm -hmm. Will Anderson played, you know, sparingly. But but Alabama brought him, and they played. And they said they're going to go down and play. They don't need to, obviously. I think Missouri's happy to be in a New Year's Six Bowl game. Ohio State's clearly looking at this being they're not in the playoffs. They don't care. Uh, well, they're going to go. But the bottom line is Missouri can still put the, if they win, you put that W next to playing Ohio State yeah. in the Cotton Bowl, Take which it. is huge, huge for that program. Not only that, but all the players that come out of the Dallas area as well for the Tigers. Who's calling? I think it might be Pete. Pete Arrowhead Pride Editor-in-Chief. I think about the Pete, Pete Sweeney, always wearing black, think about charcuterie, and the Chiefs, charcuterie, and the Chiefs, charcuterie, and the Chiefs, charcuterie, and black, and the Chiefs. Pete Sweeney, Arrowhead Pride, drops by each and every week. Presented by Mark Ferguson, the attorney that's been helping KC sports fans with all their legal needs since 1996. Integrity results. That's Mark Ferguson. Uh, Pete, I'm uh, I'm sure you saw it. You were you were tagged in a tweet featuring a young listener of ours who uh, is in the car with his father every Tuesday, apparently at 8:25, and uh, sings the uh, the Pete Sweeney song at home. I like that. Uh, I like that. We need that kind of cheer, uh, especially on a morning like today, I think. I thought, who doesn't sing this song uh, <laughs> all week long? And it's good that we're, we're also now forcing the, uh, forcing the young listeners. Andrew's son, uh, Andrew was the one who tweeted us. Uh, his son uh, is in the school line, and he says the tune is very catchy. And his son sends a video of his son singing it around the Christmas tree. So nothing says the holidays quite like that. All right, Pete. Uh, you were in the locker room after the uh, the game yesterday, of course. Um, offensively, any positives you take out of this? I I think you you had one um, and only one. It felt like with uh, Richie James. I think in limited opportunities, uh, he continues to show uh, that he does have some upside there. Uh, I I think he deserves to get an even more increased workload uh, at this point. Um, but quite honestly, that was about it. I mean, it's so uh, wild to say, um, you know, just considering I thought Isaiah Pacheco looked okay, but he ends up going down. Um, Justin Watson touchdown was fine, but it, it comes too late. But I think if you're being really honest with this thing, um, you knew that you were playing Richie James more, and I, I think that was a good decision. Hopefully you see more snaps from him. Does it look at times that they're pressing peak? Because sometimes when I'm out there, and you see them maybe down by 14 points. They try to all get it back at once, and you, you can't do that. But it seems at times this offense gets frustrated because it appears to me they're pressing. Yeah, I think the, the greatest thing about covering Patrick Mahomes is, uh, you know, for, for most games, most, most days he always looks to be like a, a Superman type of guy. 
Um, and then there, there are these games over the years, right, that, that happen where uh, he does look a little bit more human than others. And I, I think in yesterday's game, and sure, product of those surroundings and, and, and otherwise, uh, he looked way more human than, than maybe he's looked in, in, a, in a regular season game that I could remember. Uh, and, you know, you saw that from the lack of protection. The Raiders had a good pressure plan. Uh, you could see by the end of the game, Mahomes was uncomfortable. Um, I think there were, at times, receivers open downfield, especially in the second half, uh, and he was choosing instead to just run it because I don't think he was trusting anything uh, at a certain point, like a little bit of that happy feet stuff. Um, the decision to, to, to throw that, that interception was not good, and you know he, he said that after the game. He wished he had that one back. And um, I, just, I think you know at a certain point, you get to the third quarter and Mahomes wants anything to happen uh, and you kind of get a, a little bit out of structure too soon. And, and that's never going to be a recipe for uh, a win, especially when uh, the opposing team has a good defensive plan. Um, you got to hand it to the Raiders. They were mixing up coverages, confusing uh, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, no receiver was really all that open, uh, you know, pass catcher all day. You know, I thought the coverage was good and the, and the line just did not hold up. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So, um, <laughs> complete disaster uh, as you could have at Arrowhead Stadium. And, uh, yeah, I don't think they were responding well. They were pressing a bit and nothing was working. Um, burn the tape type of day for the offense. What uh, what can we uh, watch for the quick turnaround now? And you got you got yeah. two games. They have to get their offense uh, feeling confident in themselves heading towards. It's, it's amazing to think about, right? That that, that uh, you got Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Andy Reid and Matt Nick, all that whole break. You got to get this group confident again, but they got two weeks to get this thing confident. Yeah, I think Not, one and of the competent, major- I guess, competent and confident. <laughs> <laughs> yes, both both good adjectives for right now. I think the main thing that I'm looking at this week is whether or not Isaiah Pacheco is going to be able to, to come back. I, he got his helmet ripped off, gets a, a knee in the head, uh, clearly concussed uh, at that point. Uh, and you're on a short week once again. Uh, and so that, that kind of kills you a little bit when it comes to the concussion progression. Um, this is a barbaric game, right? But you have seven days. Uh, typically, there's an opportunity if it's not a severe concussion that a player could be ready to, to go. I'm not sure if he'll be ready for this game. He's, and he's been such a key this year. Um, Clyde, uh, for what it's worth, it has been great in his absence. But I, I really think if you're going to turn this thing around, you'd, you'd love to have all systems go. And so uh, that'll be something we'll be monitoring all week. You know, the status of uh, Isaiah Pacheco, whether or not he'll be able to, to play in this game um, next week. I mean, he's been one of the better players this year. And, and if they're going to turn it around, they're going to need him uh, at full strength. Pete, to ask DJ this question, I'll ask you as well, because you were in the uh, talking to some of the defensive players yesterday. It's hard for them to point fingers, I guess, and think of the offense, hey, you need to raise your game, because they, they have been carried by this offense the last couple of years. But did you sense any frustration at all, or what did you learn from some of those uh, defensive players last night? I was impressed by them, man. Um, you know, you go to these other teams uh, in the league that, that go through these um, – you know, losing streaks or, you know, tough times. And, I, you know, some of them, they start to turn on each other quite a bit. I mean, uh, you're not there at all with, with the, the Chiefs. I mean, you talk to uh, George Karloftis in the locker room, um, kind of just saying we need to be better as a team. Uh, Nick Bolton goes to the podium. Rather than mentioning just how great they felt about defending the past, I mean, the first thing he mentions is we needed to get the, the ball back to pass for one more opportunity. Um, same thing with Chris Jones, uh, you know, Chris Jones of, of all defensive players, uh, he may not be here next year. I mean, he's kind of talked about that a little bit and he, you know, he's not pointing fingers and that in a season where the defense could really point a finger, uh, at the offense, they're still not doing it. And I think 
there's one thing you hang your hat on um, uh, is they're giving themselves an opportunity to figure it out um, over the next two weeks by not turning on each other, by not having some of those complaints that they could add in the media. I think that's a good thing. Um, I know I've been saying it all year, but there are 14 days left. There are two games uh, for them to actually just have a better feel um, heading into the postseason. And so uh, that's the key to doing that is just making sure you don't turn on each other. And I, I honestly, I don't mind them still having a chip. Like if they're wearing like, man, we should have got off. We should have got the, uh, the Raiders off the field and get, got the ball back. Like they have to take what, what they can take out of it. You know, I, I don't mind oh. them having a little, little bit of fire in that regard. Like, you know, we can all step back and go, he gave up one play really like one, one big play. And it just happened to come in the last couple minutes when you're trying to get your offensive ball back. But if they wear that great. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, every every team's going to have its weaknesses, and, and as great as the Chiefs' defense has been, they've been a little bit uh, susceptible to the run game uh, at times. And if they – it's true. I mean, if they had batted down the hatch and get the ball back in Pat's hands, um, who knows what happens. Uh, if you look at the rest of the game, it probably doesn't lead to a win, but you never know, right? Um, and so good for them to, to, to say that. But, I, I mean, I just feel – and you hold the quarterback to less than 70 yards in 2023, and Devontae Adams has four of them. You just need to win that football game. Uh, and just kudos to them for not um, going in that direction and, and, and you know, leaning into um, we're doing our part. Uh, it's more of still disappointment uh, that the team can't find it, uh, which you need to have. I mean, you just need to stay together as a team if you're going to do something that at this stage uh, is going to seem miraculous in uh, making a run here in the AFC. Pete, uh, the Bengals, plus eight, second in the NFL. The Chiefs, uh, minus ten. Minus ten. Worst in the NFL. Uh, just put your uh, prediction hat on. What happens uh, turnover-wise in the Bengals game? Can the Chiefs not turn it over? Because what they're on a streak, a nice little streak of what? How many straight games? I forgot. It's like six straight games. Yeah, man. Like, I, 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 you know, I, I, uh, I always – you get a little killed here for, for trying to stay positive. I, you know, I just try to think about like, if you had to bet it all uh, on one way or the other um, chiefs at home, needing a game desperately needing with Mahomes and Reed and Kelsey and the crew uh, versus Jake Browning and the Bengals. Uh, I think you're still going chiefs every time. Um, and so they just need to do it. Uh, enough of the talk though. I mean, we, we talked about it last night, Jay, I, right. by the way, I, I guess you slept at the station. Is that what you did? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, right, yeah. In the, right in the studio. Yeah, but we talked about it last night. It, it's it's the same thing every week. It's like, you know, if we clean it up, uh, we're going to be a championship football team. Uh, it's week 17 yeah. at this stage. So uh, you got to do it or, or the season's going to end quickly. Pete, I'm with you on that. And uh, again, a lot of these things I could hear week three, week four. That's fine. That's what's tough. After week 16, uh, kind of goes in one ear and out the other one, Pete. Kind of like when you talk to me. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I get, I get that. Wow. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I don't blame, I, you know, I, I think for a while they deserve the benefit of the doubt. They've been really successful. Um, and I, you know, I didn't necessarily understand the, the panic early on uh, from fans, but this is a hurry up and fix it thing. All right. Um, it's still just because uh, they've had struggles in the regular season this year. Doesn't, doesn't take away from the idea that every season nowadays is a Super Bowl or bust. Uh, and right now they look like a, a team that's going to get, ousted in the divisional round. So they got to figure it out quick. Um, you know, that's, there's no other way, way, way to say it. Uh, you know, you can talk uh, and say these things all year long and, and, and um, you know, you can hope and, and that the young players are going to step up and it's all going to look great. And then you're just going to keep rolling. But uh, every time it seems like 
the Chiefs get a little bit of momentum when it comes to like, okay, that's the Chiefs we know. Um, that's that's that team. They just have a horrible next game. Um, and so you haven't seen that role in that run from Andy Reid. Uh, and and uh, like 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 we said um, in the past, Jay, uh, there have been times uh, around this time of the season in previous years. Uh, you know, I think about that first year with that Titans game where everything, it just seems like there's no way that this team is going to get over the hump, and then just all of a sudden something something happens where it turns. So uh, you, you're just looking for that on Sunday against the Bengals. Pete, do you think uh, things are finally catching up a little bit? I know we've made a big deal of you know six straight weeks of less rest than their opponent. I actually think that's a pretty big deal. And not only that, if they win this week, they essentially could maybe do a bye week a little bit against the Chargers the following week. But when you've played as much football as they have, I mean, it's only it's only human nature at some point to just kind of get tired. I guess they have to snap out of that. Not sure uh, what you do when you create a laptop around you because you've done five straight uh, <laughs> postseasons covering the Chiefs. Right. Finding the energy. Do you, do you notice maybe the Chiefs maybe not as energetic as we've seen in the past? You know, it does seem um, and, and, you know, this could be some somewhat of a product of the losing, but, you know, we've gotten to watch um, – Patrick Mahomes and Andy and, and, and Travis and, and Chris, I think for all these years. Uh, and there is a different feel. I mean, there, it's a palpable feeling of, um, uh, you know, I don't, you don't even know how to say it. I don't know if it's, it's, it's being sluggish, but it, it, it's a little bit just different than it, than it has been in previous years. It's more of like a uh, underlying annoyance that they're not as good as they want to be. Um, and they got to snap out of that, right? It doesn't matter. I mean, you could, you could, have whatever attitude you, you want, you know, you're paid to, to, to win, win games. And, and I think they're going to do everything in their power to, to try to do that. Um, and, and look, uh, you know, this, who knows with, especially with, we've talked about it with Josh and, and Bob with, with Travis Kelsey kind of opening the door for potentially this being the last year, you know, I've, I've said, I, I think this is Chris's last year, um, you know, as far as just the contract stuff, I think he, you know, I, I bet he would get tagged and traded away. Um, just to make room to to kind of rebuild here, and so uh, this could be the last dance in a sense for for these four four guys together. I mean, who knows? Um, and so, uh, if there's any time to turn around uh, that frown and that attitude, it's right now, and, and try to get it done. All right, I've I I admittedly I think I've avoided Legereus Sneed uh, because he's like a a pitcher in the midst of a no hitter. So like I, I'll see him and I just like sit at the end of the bench and not not kind of. So yesterday <laughs> I did I did talk to Sneed. Um, and I, I, his season has just been so unbelievable, Pete. He is in line. Now he didn't, I thought there was a window to get something done with him last year. Obviously the, the Chris Jones uh, schedule went much longer than anybody anticipated. So you didn't get that window with him. Uh, it could be costly now to, to not have had that window with a uh, luxurious need because, uh, he's going to earn every penny this off season. Yeah, this is fascinating to watch. Um, it's a shame that that it didn't work out with Chris and they couldn't get anything done with Legarius because it uh, is wild to say, but now you're essentially looking at one of the best cornerbacks in the league. It's not the best cornerback in the league. Like that could be what we're dealing with, hitting the open market. And so, um, you know, I think you hope that Steed wants to say, you hope that there's a little bit of working with the team of like, okay, you know, we're going to pay you, but uh, at least work with us on trying to figure out how to spread this cap. Uh, the, the players that want to stay here are usually willing to do that, but we'll see what happens with Legarius Need. It's it's a, a quietly a, a massive uh, situation because I, I know that we're we're always thinking about contracts with Chris Jones and you know other players, but um, there's nobody like this. I, I mean, and, and this season has just been incredible uh, as far as the 
elite receivers that are coming up with 10 and 12 yards, four yards for Devontae Adams yesterday. So uh, it's something they got to figure it out. That's that for me might be priority number one of the off seasons. They could sure this guy uh, stays in the chief's uniform. Pete, uh, one last question for you. This is a silly question. Something we didn't worry about earlier in the season. Mm. Should we be worried about Harrison Butker? The back-to-back misses, field goals. That are, I know the deflate, uh, deflated balls in New England says it didn't matter. But we're seeing what a uh, we, we we've seen uh, two uh, field goals under forty yards missed in back-to-back weeks, and we haven't had to worry about that. That's been an automatic. Harrison Butker, another, another one I on wanted, have wanted to yeah, talk to in the middle. You of the avoid him. I've been knocking on wood all year <laughs> when talking about how good he is, but he misses a thirty-six yarder. The way the Chiefs play close games like they do. They're going to need them all. They are going to need them all, and it's going to matter. They probably would have mattered uh, yesterday at a certain point in that game. Should we worry at all or not worry? Just just don't worry about Butker. He's so method-based. Um, you know, you think this, these, these couple are fluky. Uh, he has gone through spells in the past, though, where, you know, you probably had two or three weeks where he's in figuring it out mode well, where he'll miss a few. Um, the Chiefs don't have time for that. Uh, process so you just hope that he figures it out quickly I look at the body of work and I look at I mean he he tries to do everything we've heard about his process before he tries to do everything like a robot essentially so um, I just tend to think that's not something uh, Kansas City has to worry about and look they can't afford to Uh, he's got to make the kicks uh, as you were describing they have to they have to get it right next week. Uh, I'm saying this for the 15th time in a row, but uh, they have to get it right next week, and that includes the kicking game. It's a 36 and a 39-yarder. We're not talking about like 54 and 55-yarders. Well, There's money from there. I think we take it for granted. <laughs> I think we take it for granted. I, I'm just – I never get worried, but uh, there might be a little bit of worry when he when he comes out here. Maybe I guess everything's on the game. table at this moment, yeah. Pink. That's kind of yeah. how we're rolling right now. Thank you, Pete. All right, guys. Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride, our 610 Sports Radio uh, Chiefs Insider. You can uh, sign up for his newsletter as well, arrowheadpride.com. Always great to see that in the uh, the inbox. Written All a few articles for that Pete. one. Have a lot of fun with that. You have, yes. Yeah, a couple yeah. of them, yeah. yeah. Spell checked and everything. No. No. The spelling is crap. <laughs> that's, what was, that's what I was asking. They do the spell checking for <laughs> I you, hope right? So. Okay, that's good. That's Pete's good. the editor. That's good. Uh, in a way, this has been the year of the backup quarterback, so why is one guy taking a shot at them? We'll get to this next. Um, and so uh, I think just we got to clean. If we clean it up, we'll be able to score points. It's just we got to clean it up. I mean, I mean that's we're two games left. You have to do it, and if we don't, we'll be going home. So I think if we clean it up, uh, we'll have. If we clean it up, we can beat anybody. Uh, I truly believe that. Um, but uh, we got to prove that we can do it. Patrick Mahomes after the game yesterday. It is a red Tuesday. Brought to you by the Xfinity 10G. Get a reliable home network so everyone can work, stream, and game all at the same time. I'm Josh Klingler. Jay Binkley in with me today. JT Noah producing today as well we'll hear my chat with uh legerious sneed i spell his name differently now bink uh, i got a chance to catch up with him in the uh, post-game locker room yesterday but uh both the s's are dollar signs now both legerious at the end and sneed yeah. are dollar signs the need now. for sneed oh my goodness would you like to be a part of the, that contract coming forward that's uh it's an agent's dream right there uh so this is uh to a certain extent ben the the year of the the backup quarterback right um the Chiefs played all the backup quarterbacks here down the stretch, right? Aiden O'Connell. I did see Jimmy G yesterday. Um, he was uh, dressed and not playing for the Raiders. A nice sighting there. I heard him. I heard him shout uh, "Merry Christmas" as he was running up the tunnel. So he was apparently joining. But uh, they had, you know, Bailey. The stretch of uh, Bailey Zappi, 
and Aiden O'Connell and Jake Browning coming up and then finishing up with Easton Stick. So it's been the year of the uh, the backup quarterback uh, for sure. Uh, but speaking of Easton Stick, the uh, the Chargers were on the the uh, Collinsworth Tirico broadcast the other day. And Chris Collinsworth taking shots at backup quarterbacks. Open because Chris, he actually had Easton Stick for a week of practice this week. Yeah, and when you're the backup quarterback, you can go months without even taking a single play in practice. The starting quarterback, in this case, Justin Herbert, would get all the snaps. So give him a little bit of time. Give him a little practice. Let's see what happens now. They gave the run a yard. Palmer got a block from Erickson on the edge. And we'll get around the 48-yard line and set up third down here. It sounds insane to fans. Like, how do you not give your backup snaps? But you realize with a long season, you can't run your guys in the ground Monday through Thursday. That's the reason a lot of backup quarterbacks are fat. <laughs> they don't do anything. C-O-L-L-I-N-S. You all send them to Chris. I love the backup quarterbacks. <laughs> Tarico hitting the eject button there. Collinsworth called all back of quarterbacks. This is why most of them are fat. They don't do anything. So that's the problem with me. Dang it. That's right. That's right. What a shot. What an unnecessary shot. This is the back of quarterbacks. Got to be ready more than any season we've seen in the in the in the past. All these starting quarterbacks going down. He's called the back of quarterbacks. They got to know fat. the game plan. They've got to work out. They got to be ready for just a moment's notice to come into the game. He's calling them fat. Yeah. That's not cool. I've often said the back of quarterbacks, the best job in the world, if you don't play, but it's also or third string. actually. It's all. Yeah. Third, the third string, uh, inactive. Although you have to worry about being cut at all times or you, or you, or you dress, but you don't, you don't, yeah. you don't necessarily play. Uh, but in a way, I mean, the back of court, that's a, that's a tough job because yeah, it is. You can't say you, you legitimately can't say, man, I go over every week thinking I'm a snap away and I've got to prepare everything. Not not possible. They're focusing all their attention on the number one guy. So I, I think it's a really it's in addition to being great if you don't play. And I use that kind of haha having that great career without ever playing. Uh, it's also very, very difficult, especially if you get thrust into having to play. It, it's really honestly all around a tough position because you do need to learn the game plan. Even if you probably won't play at all, mm-hmm. you still got to go into it. No understanding what they do. Like Chet Henney last year in the playoffs. He has a good 98 yards on that drive, right? Incredible. But he, but he had to know what Jacksonville was doing. And Mahomes has been playing all the time, but he still had to know about Jacksonville and tendencies and everything else just in case he got put in. And a lot of times the backups are these, you know, aging players that, uh, you know, want to get continue getting money, getting paid NFL money. And then the other hand, it's the younger guys, the Jake Brownings of the world that want to go out and prove themselves and parlay themselves for a nice five or six game stretch into a multi-year contract. Calling Tyrod, calling Tyrod Taylor fat. He looked fat yesterday. No. He came in there and was throwing lasers. Also had some wheels. He was getting out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tyrod Taylor may be one of my favorite like backup court. Like he never really fully gets the gets the gig, but he's always available somewhere, right? So he's available yesterday. The Giants and actually plays pretty well in uh, in keeping them in distance. Had to throw at the end zone to try to get a touchdown and two-point conversion to try to tie the game against the Eagles yesterday. So uh, Tyrod, Ta- don't call Tyrod Taylor fat. He was out there slinging it around yesterday. All right, I have I have zero beef, and how could you have any beef with the uh, with the way the Chiefs defense is playing 
absolutely doing their jobs. Got a chance to catch up with Legereus Sneed in the postgame locker room yesterday. But what is the fallout from this loss to the Raiders? Well, we just got to get better, man. You know, watch the film, see our mistakes, you know. It's not us. So, you know, we're going to take it to the heart and get into that film room. Guys wanted to get that, that last stop, right? You guys are closing them down on on offense for much of the day. How disappointing is that? I know you want to kind of take those moments on your back as a defense. No, yeah, you know, we got to step up when, you know, when it's our time. You know, we just got to stop the plays, and, you know, we just fell on our side today. You know, we'll come back, and next week get back to work. The AFC West still in contention here with two games to play. Was that on your mind today, the ability to, to clinch and, and get one of those kind of check marks in a box? I mean, it was a goal, you know, to, to, to accomplish. But, you know, everything don't come easy in life. And, you know, we just going to keep working, and I still believe we can get there. See, there's still, there's still time, right? I mean, that's the, big, that's the biggest thing. What, what in your mind has to kind of... I don't know, necessarily say change, but just to get things kind of swinging you guys' way. Uh, man, I say as a defense, what we need to do, you know, just just, just keep playing. You know, just keep doing us and make the plays that need to be made when the ball is thrown your way or when the run is coming away. You know, we just got to make more plays. That's all. Make the turnovers. I haven't got a chance to talk to you much during, during this season, but you kind of week in and week out continue to kind of build games. What's been the key for you to keep – Improving along the way. Oh man, it's the guys up front. You know they helping me out on the back end, helping all of us out in the secondary. You know, shout out to the you know the, the D line. That's who helped me. All right. What what was coach's message about today? Is it kind of flush it and move on? How do you? No, it how do you do? It wasn't. It wasn't a flush it to move on. You know, we got work to do. And you know, we told us we got one day off and we back at it. And the guys know what we got ahead, and you know the attitude that we have. I know we're gonna come in and ready to work. I like the. No, 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 not, not flush it. You'll sometimes have those after a bad loss, right? Bad loss, just get rid of it. Get out of your system. Well, Jerry Sneed says, nope, not. That was not coach's message. It's we got to get better. And I, and I love that. I love the defense as well. I'm in that locker room after games, Bank, as you know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't find any finger pointing. Now, I do, I do feel like the defense feels like they have done their job. They are performing. They need to find little things to take here and there for them to improve on. But I feel I feel like there's a confidence in that group knowing, man, we we did go out there and leave it all out in the field. I don't sense there's frustration with the other side, the offensive side, but I think there's a confidence in the defense. They know it's a team game, but they are indeed performing at a level which gives them a chance each and every week. But stay hungry. Like, stay hungry on those things. You know what should bug them? The 45-yard 45 45 run of of white late in the game when you're trying to get the ball back to your offense. And, and it did. We heard Snead uh, said something to me about it. Heard Chris Jones in the, in the, in the postgame press conference kind of say something about it. Like they needed to make that play to get off the field. I like that. They're staying hungry, but at the same time, I don't think they're, they're not pointing any, any fingers, but they, they clearly know they're doing their job. Well, they do. And it's got to be frustrating if you're on the coaching staff. And of course it's frustrating to the fans. Cause you know how good this defense is. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to waste this opportunity because we're looking at these teams like Baltimore and Buffalo. You know, Buffalo is a team sixth in scoring uh, uh, offense, fourth in scoring defense. The Ravens fourth in scoring offense, one in scoring defense. They're good in both. Like, they're good in both. And finally, you said, okay, you give Patrick Mahomes a great defense. What can happen uh, with the Kansas City Chiefs going forward? So you still want to look back at these opportunities of having this defense thinking, man, if this team just scores 
18 points a game. They win them. <laughs> this defense is giving up less than 18 points a game. They're giving up uh, 17.7. 17.7 points per game. Yeah, that's it's unbelievable that it's become a struggle to win those types of games. Okay. Where that defense is given less than less than 20 a game. Absolutely doing their job. We'll look at uh, yesterday's uh, turning point and uh, uh, I guess today's MVP, today's best team have been crowned. We'll get to that next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.